Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. All right, well, it's another year, another year in Madison, and I can't believe I'm back, and this is literally deja vu. One year later, I'm sitting with this affiliate owner. Go ahead and say your name. Bear Dance. <laughs> good job. Good job, yeah, you. Bear Dance, owner of uh, CrossFit Big Dane in Madison. Yeah, but even though it's a year later and we're sitting here in the exact same like podcast, we are not in the exact same spot. That's right. Yeah, a lot of, a lot has changed since last year. A lot has changed. <laughs> I mean, in the CrossFit Games alone, a lot has changed. That marathon row. <laughs> wow. That was dude. I, la- I just had to, I had to laugh a little bit when I when I first saw that. I don't know why. I think maybe I'm like uh, what's his name Sherwood, who I enjoy watching him suffer a little bit. Do you? So you know, I, you're sick and twisted like that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I laughed a little bit at first, and then obviously, definitely, I feel for him. I feel I feel for those guys. My my affiliate's first response was like, "Who wants to do this with oh, me?" Oh, I know. I think some people came in and dropped in and did it like as a partner. I was like, "No, still." Yeah, as a they partner. they did it as a partner. They watched Thor Ragnarok. That's kind of fun. Actually. Yeah, they each did like oh. twenty one thousand <laughs> meters. And it was like Ugh. it's an hour and a half of rowing, man. Yeah, it's enough for like, rowing for a year of training. I know. I was so like, they're done. They're are you okay? <laughs> he was like, my back is really tired. I'm like, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. He's like, I think I broke uh, our gym manager. I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know why people want to do that. I mean, I have wanna, a small desire to, but. Yeah. You know, be part of something bigger than you, right? Yeah. We all want to We all want to be part of something bigger than us. Probably why we CrossFit. Ooh, that was deep. Um, but you know, well, and, and maybe, yeah, I'm seeing the other side of it. I, mm. I, it sounds rosy red, but being an affiliate owner in the town that hosts the CrossFit games, it's so cool. This week is so cool. But what I, the point I'm driving at is like, everybody that comes into town is like, not just doing CrossFit. They're like, are you going to swear on this? Sure. Fuck yeah, CrossFit. <laughs> like, all, like ah, they're so yeah. into it, right? So yeah. everybody that comes into my gym and works out for a week, almost everybody other than my members, are just so drank the Kool-Aid, love it, awesome mm-hmm. into it, and just really great people, obviously, super yeah. easy to work with, and that's you know a whole different topic, which also is fun. But yeah. it's that's, I think, where my that perspective is coming from, is mm. like being able to see it. So, like, when you're here, it makes more sense that, mm-hmm. like... You are at the CrossFit Games and they're doing the marathon row, and then you're like, "All right, let's get together and go to a local box and do the marathon row together." I can kind of see that. I would never fucking do it, no way. But I get it where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. You're kind of being a part of the the whole spectacle of it. So yeah, well, and I know it's cool because right before this, I dropped in at one of your classes, and it was neat because I I looked out. I'm sitting on that stupid bike, and I looked <laughs> out at everybody. I'm just like. We're here literally from all over the world because there's some people from Iceland in the next room doing whatever they're doing. And yeah. I'm like, we're here all from all over the world in this one gym working out. Right. Like, yeah. wow, like these people, we all have the same idea and passion that yeah. brought together by fitness. Never would have thought that. You're right. It is bigger. It's being a part of something bigger. Like. People love it. Right. It's, it's pretty remarkable, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it might sound weird if you've never seen it or been there, you yeah. know what I mean, been a part of it. So if you're out there and you've never been to the CrossFit Games, <laughs> come on down to Madison, August 1st. <laughs> Sorry. But my point uh, was 100%. I was I talk to people about that all the time. It's one of the coolest parts. Like, people come in, they don't even speak English, like, at all last year. And there's a lot of them that don't speak English well. And it, like so doesn't matter at all it's it's awesome especially in like class the hardest part maybe is like checking them in and trying to like get the waiver signed and then but in class it's oh yeah crossfit crossfit is crossfit Mm -hmm. i did meet a dude from iceland i want to say and his name is legit thruster no it's not his first name is thruster his first name is Thruster. something like bjornson it's like the best name ever (laughs) it's all man so how do they say thruster in I don't know. That's a good question. We should go out there. Speaking of those Iceland, <laughs> that's that's a good point too. Like you're out there working out, and then we have a space to the side for open gym, and there's a bunch of people from Iceland working out. You're all sweating, doing basically the same thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we're definitely all hmm. currently being a part of something bigger than us. Yeah, like the, the whole CrossFit and 
overall fitness movement. Mm-hmm. We're definitely being a part of something big and bigger than us. And who doesn't want to do that? Right? I don't know. Right. Like, it's fun to it's fun to have an impact and be a part of world change. CrossFit is world change. Right. Like, I would argue that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm kind of curious, like. Anything different this year? I mean, besides the space, but like yeah. anything different um, besides that, that you know, maybe you're being able to enjoy more. You know, I don't know, first year was your last year, just being like, oh, well, here it comes. And now you're like, okay. Yeah. We're, we've done this before. Right. Yeah. It's uh, no offense to last year or whatever, but it's so much more fun this year. That's good. <laughs> and I had a blast last year, but I was just way more stressed out. Yeah. The un the unknown and the unknowable mm. is freaking stressful, right? That should be a ter- t-shirt out there, TM guys. Uh, <laughs> but the yeah, the unknown was so. July was the worst month. My wife could tell you, like I did not sleep the month of July, just anticipating like all the bad things that might happen, and you know, and we we're in a different space, and we'll get to that later. But we're in a much bigger space now, so we don't have any of the issues with limited space. But. Um, you know, with the move, I mean, and we've grown as a business in the last year as well. So we have more, I have more staff available. I hired a full-time coach in, in the last six months. So, you know, last year I didn't have that. I mean, he was helping a lot, that same guy, um, but he wasn't an official full-time coach. So we finally invested in him as we, you know, as we should have. And he's been a huge help. My wife has been a huge help because she's awesome. She's just the taskless dominator. Ooh, you need There's one of a those. tip. If you just find, like, how people operate. Like, my wife and I have been kind of working together for years, and it hasn't worked until just recently. I figured out that if I give her just a straight-up task list, she can bang that sucker out. Mm. She'll do 15 items in the time it takes me to do two. But anyways, so it's just kind of, like, balancing huh. it out. Well, yeah. play, playing to someone's strengths. Yeah, exactly. That's obviously her strength. Right. Uh, whatever it is and she's she's really good at being organized and you know and planning events she's the head of events everybody loves her why wouldn't you she plans all the fun things that happen (laughs) exactly (laughs) but um yeah balancing that out finding like the personalities is interesting but I'm getting totally off topic we were talking about um the games yeah being here in Madison being here in Madison Mm -hmm. and difference from last year to this Mm -hmm. year but not the space yeah I mean, we learned a lot last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I said this in the last podcast. Honestly, like this whole week, we have done all paper waivers. Um, we can charge cash or credit card. That works either way. Um, but we're not. We ha- we are in a large enough space where we're not capping any of our classes, so um, it's easier, right? We get away with a lot more. We don't have to be as organized. Mm-hmm. Last year. We were really methodical, tried to be really methodical about getting as many people as possible to sign up ahead of time, buy punch cards at least, or reserve a certain spot. This year, didn't really have to do that. So I was able to shift energy and attention to other areas. What's the consumer's experience like? We have a nice, like, front desk area. You know what I mean? An entryway. It's really nice. It's really nice, <laughs> yes. yeah. And so trying to make sure somebody's always there you know it's crazy in here so people get pulled away at time but if you go through there there's almost always somebody there from 5 30 a.m to 8 30 p.m when we close so that was you know that's not something that we always do we definitely uh have a front desk person but she's not they're not there all day long it's not right? necessarily all day long all yeah the time. exactly yeah. um so that was something that that we're, we've done differently this year and it's helped a lot right um, and then, you know, work, working with vendors, right? Hey, shout out to FitAid or LifeAid, whoever, both. <laughs> um, they've been, I'll we're, be we're honest. We're drinking yeah. right now. I, I made a connection delicious. with those guys last year mm-hmm. prior to the games coming here, and it's a funny story. Um, maybe I'll tell it. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I want to hear it. Well, I don't care so, if anyone else wants to hear it. But yeah, <laughs> this is great. They're going to love this. This is good for them, I think. <laughs> Anyways, this guy comes in to drop in at the gym last mm-hmm. year, the small gym. Greeted him like I do anybody else. I was coaching the class, coaching him through it, gave some pointers, connected, laughed about shit. Just generally things that most CrossFit coaches do with their members, you know, have a good time. Yeah. He had a blast. He mm-hmm. got a great workout in. And at the end, he's like, hey, man, I want to buy a fit aid for everybody in your, 
everybody in your class here. I was like, oh, weird, kind of, but okay. I just thought maybe it was just a dude with a lot of money or whatever and just had a really fun drop-in because every once in a while you have, like, a great drop-in. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just what I thought. And then we took a picture in front of the logo and did, a, you know, all that stuff. And then as, on his way out, he's like, hey, man, like, if you ever need anything, I, I work with Fit Aid sometimes. So he gave me his card and he walked out. I didn't think anything of it. And I looked at his card and it said, Aaron Hindi, CEO. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he works with Fit Aid yeah. sometimes. <laughs> like, like, if there's two founders, he was one of them. Or I don't know. Wow. But he's the CEO or the president. But he's, uh, you know, the big yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, you know, just brought him in and treated him like any other drop-in. But, <laughs> Probably love that. You know, mm-hmm. it was a good day. And, and we connected from there. And then yeah. he's, you know, made sure that he's really taking care of us, I, mm-hmm. I feel. Um, all, and the vendors... Their, their reps or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called. I've been amazing to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a gal who we're working with this year who's just really on top of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been great. So just good with customer service and, and super just organized. Okay. Like she came out last week. Check came over to the gym. Checked in. How you doing? Connected us. Like or just made sure you know. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And just checking in with texts and emails and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she's in town, so she's been great. That's awesome. Catching a burger with her from time to time. Because that's just like, you're all CrossFitters, right? So it's like, you're kind of, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, you're like buddies. Yeah, you know I mean, mean you're, you're automatically part of the same community. You're in the club. Yeah, you're in the club. Yeah. And so you have something to connect over, even if you have nothing else in common. But CrossFit, like, yeah. there's enough to talk about in CrossFit <laughs> <laughs> to have a burger yeah. over. Like. And generally, those people have just kind of the same general mindset, outlook, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Positive. Yep. You know, go getters. Yep. World because change. As they, as I've, yeah, they've said before, like it self selects out, right? Yeah. You know, it's hard. It so is hard. It gets, it's get, it gets rid of the turds. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding, turds. We want you. Please come. <laughs> We're just kidding. Well, mm. are we? No. But you know what I mean. Like you've yeah, probably been there as a gym owner. I've had somebody join, mm-hmm. and I think they thought that CrossFit would help them get in shape. And get stronger and get all these things, and it would, but they thought that they didn't have to work real hard or just show up from not show up all the time. So there's that disconnect there, right? Maybe I show up once a week, I'll get fit. Yeah. I think we've all gone through that phase, some of us at much younger ages. (laughs) But, you know, like, whose fault is it? Mm -hmm. You know, I can't really blame them for it. They just come to it at a different age where you finally figure out, hey, there is no magic bullet. You've got to get down to work and make some sacrifices, maybe, and do the dirty. But um, anyways, I don't know what we were talking about. We're talking about vendors and, <laughs> and partnerships. <laughs> awesome. Can't, I'm not going mean, to be able to use any of this. this oh, no, great. this is great. I'm not going to edit any of it. So we're all awesome. <laughs> Never going to be asked to be on a podcast what? again. No, every time I come back to Madison, I'm like, what's up? What's it could be our thing, podcast? right? It could be our thing. We would do like Year two. 10 years from now, I'd be like, what are we going to talk about for an hour? <laughs> Name <laughs> it. It'd be fine. But vendors, the vendors have been great. Fit Aid's awesome. Vendors were really cool last year, uh, but again, we were in a really small space last year, 2,000 square feet, so there's not much you can really do there other than just, you know, basic activation, giving away free cans and stuff like that. Yeah. This year, with a bigger space, we've been able to have different things going on at the same time, so we can have a lot more cool cool stuff going on. Um, Fit Aid did a, work, a couple workouts here. And oh, they cool. were advertising that CrossFit Big Dan is the official drop-in box of for Fit Aid, Team Fit Aid, and well, stuff that's like that. Kind of yeah. So we've had a lot of teams here. Yeah. Um, some CrossFit Games athlete individuals. Cool. Also, some, some names, some pretty cool names actually. Yeah. Well, and saying. that's neat, like that yeah. partnership. Like. Yeah, it's just fun for people learn. when mm-hmm. those guys come in because they're just the. That's the Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, guys, is the starting quarterback of the uh, best football team in the world. Uh, it's the Aaron Rodgers of CrossFit. Go back up. <laughs> <laughs> go back up. up here in Cheeseland country. Up here in the cheese with the cheese curds and them cows. Born and raised. My mom is was born and raised in Green Bay, Wisconsin. What? Yeah, so we're Packer fans. Oh. We're Packer fans. I don't know if you know this about me. Are you a Packer fan? I lived in Green Bay for five years. Oh, that's my awesome. My parents have a shrine to the Packers in mm, their basement. That is awesome. Yeah, like my anytime it's my dad's birthday, Christmas, he gets Packer memorabilia. Oh, 
Oh yeah, man. They're so die fan hard. Yeah, yeah. I grew up on the Packers. Went to Lambeau Field. It's because they're the best team in the world. So I mean, they good. have the greatest fans in the world. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that. Right. Yeah, you don't have to worry about getting stabbed, that's for sure. That is uh, true. Which is more than I can say for some other teams in the league. <laughs> Chicago. Oh. Funny. That took a turn. Yeah, I'm not even talking about fitness anymore. We're talking about football. Football's All right. some sort of fitness. But things we've been doing differently this year, connecting with vendors, being able to do cool, more cool, like, Events just today, Christmas Abbott did a um, pregnancy partner wad where she led people through totally free. Um, Fit Aid came earlier in the week and just like their crew, Mm -hmm. like their reps and stuff, led a workout free and then gave a bunch of Fit Aids out at the end, of course, you know. Um, yeah, they've been really good to us individually as a gym, but our community, like our, our athlete, our members, the people dropping in for the week of the games are just, mm-hmm. they're big givers, um, at least here. Um, so that's been awesome. And just kind of leveraging that, like making people aware of it on social media. That was the other thing that's been helpful with the full-time position. The gentleman that I hired into a full-time position handles our social media. I give him direction and what I want want out there, but then the actual doing the work, he does that. You create the vision and he yeah. does the implementation. Right. No, not right. Not yet. Yeah. There's 9,000 square feet out there. Why do you need to be in here? <laughs> because the floor is spongy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you felt this floor? Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. That's why. Oh, man. We, we, that's, yeah, a whole nother topic, a whole nother bullet point. <laughs> okay, all so right. So many things. Yes. Okay, get back on task. What were we talking about? So we were finishing up difference in last year yes. and this year, and I was just talking about vendors and all that good stuff. Yes. And they've been good to the community. It's, and yeah. has Madison, Madison seems Dunn like. was out here. They were great. They're awesome. Chris Hinshaw came and taught yes. a master class. That was awesome. That's just really, really cool. po- you know, as you would wow. expect with a CrossFit community mm-hmm. really positive feedback at least from what i've heard mm-hmm. hopefully that's the truth I think so, so just really cool fun events mm-hmm. and then at the same time we can still have a class going on yeah you know I mean? so that we don't have to pick and choose that yeah. so it's a lot less stressful for me right yeah. i do have to set that up from a you know as the business owner standpoint it's more of a staffing concern right so it shifts stress a little bit but ultimately i think for me it's made things better it was more like front-loaded stress, as in I had to train these guys and get them up to speed and make sure, hey, if this happens, we're doing that, blah, 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 and then just kind of like back into my little ivory tower and <laughs> spin my weird webs, you know? But you know what I mean? <laughs> but then the day of, I like find myself like wandering around looking for stuff to do at times because, you know, not to wow. give myself too much credit, but I've done just a good job of like getting everybody to where they need to be. It's just something you learn, yeah. you know what I mean, with running events, I think. Mm-hmm. And it... If the games last year was anything, it was a master's degree in how to handle running a crazy CrossFit event. You know what I mean? Because it was a week long of like, it's like running, I would guess, a competition at your gym every day for nine days straight. Yeah. In my opinion, I've never ran a competition, but I think you might. I think you might be okay when you do. So yeah. Um. So you learn a lot throughout the process, and you just kind of re-implement. Mm. new or tweak things and, you know, do you feel like you've really grown it as a business owner I like to think so yeah <laughs> I like to think so that was so. really confident well it's like compared to what you know mm. like some dude started his own little CrossFit gym I'm doing the best I can yeah I'm, I'm constantly I'm always learning yeah still learning um but there's just so much there's so much content out there now like there's so many guys in the CrossFit micro gym space like just giving out giving out free content or um or even you know that you can use as a resource like I think most gym owners need to know when to know what they don't know they need to know when they need to hire somebody there's a time I think everybody probably unless you have like an MBA and you're and you know exercise fizz in and out which you know and you're good to go most of us are going to need, should, maybe not need to, should outsource or hire somebody for something. Mm-hmm. There's a million things out there now. Like one guy's doing branding, you know, feedback. The other guy's creating click lead funnels. And this is how to get a thousand leads in your door. And, 
you know, but then this is how to manage all those fucking leads once you get them in. Like, there's a million different guys doing a million different things in the space right now. So as a gym owner, what I've been trying to do over the last year is kind of identify what I can do myself, what we're best at, and what I absolutely need help with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or what I need help with that will take enough, we'll call it just stress or whatever, Mm -hmm. off my shoulders so that I can redirect it elsewhere. And I think every gym owner needs to take a, needs to suck it up and set their ego aside for a second and realize that they need to ask for help. Mm. You know what I mean? I've gotten, and I've gotten so much, and I've consumed so much free content over the years. I'm one of those guys, right? I follow everybody, and, you know, I'm not going to, like, waste anybody's time, but I watch all your videos, and and I'm trying to visualize my own situation with what they're trying to get across and, and it's and it's super useful and then we finally realized that we needed to go with a, a third party resource to help us with our back end systems just the website and things like that mm. that was valuable to us mm. so as a gym owner just kind of be reflective I guess would be my mm-hmm. my tips there and just think about what can I do well mm-hmm. or what should I outsource And it's hard at first. It's really hard to be like, well, that's more money going out. We're not making that as much money as I want to in the first place. But it's an investment in your business, you know. And if you handle it well, and if you stay on top of it, knowing that there is no magic bullet, and you do what they tell you to do, then it's going to pay itself back. It's like anything. So... Mm. Again, I think we got off topic again. No, I think that was awesome, though. Okay. Yeah, no, I think you did. Soapbox. I love it. I love it. Um, Can I ask who you guys went through with your third party? So we are with Jim Wright, I think they're called now. It was Barbell Business. Okay. And then something else, and now Jim Wright. Okay. So they manage our website and hooked us up with Infusionsoft is what it's called. But it was already set up. Okay. And the subscription, it's all unrolled into one. So it basically makes it idiot-proof, <laughs> which is what I need when it comes to you know yeah, websites. And mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I am ashamed to say, I don't, I mean, I, I'm comfortable using technology, but when it gets to like super smart dude territory, I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh no. Yeah. yeah me either. I'm like, mm-hmm. the cable guy baffles me. <laughs> like, we're going to hook into the router and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> What are Watch you your do? language. <laughs> are you present. sure you want to do that? Something might explode. You're like, it's <laughs> so. going to be fine. <laughs> okay. No, that makes sense. But, yeah, it's uh, kind of slightly mm. tech- tech- technologically illiterate in some sense, okay. right? So I have to outsource that. Yeah. But it's like you're playing you're, to your strengths. You're getting a return on value there, And you're right? outsourcing yeah. your weaknesses. What am I good at? Now I can, you know, focus on even more continuing ed for mm-hmm. these guys so we have a yep. better service so that... People are talking about how great the coaches are over at CrossFit Big Day because, you know, they are. Mm -hmm. But, or, you know, um, taking, pulling myself back from coaching role a little bit and getting out into the community. Mm -hmm. That's been a big thing. Going Mm -hmm. to work with local, like, corporate partnerships. And it's basically you giving away your time for free at first, building that relationship and just nutrition seminars or nutrition talks whatever you want to call them free workouts all that stuff getting yourself and your information out in front of large groups of people Mm -hmm. so that they know you're around basically that's cool yeah have you been doing a lot you've been doing a lot of that well prior to this week (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean you're not doing that this week come on yeah and it's like it's a straightforward blueprint you know it sounds more complicated than it is and i bet if you talk to a really successful guy like jason kaliba he'd tell you like And he's probably said this before, and this is all I'm doing, is just you have a member that works somewhere, right? And if they really, really love your gym, they're probably, you could could bring it up, or in our circumstances, the member brought it up, like, hey, what do you think about, we have a member that works at a local GE plant, healthcare Mm -hmm. plant, huge campus, probably 500 people Mm -hmm. work there, right? So we tried it in the past, actually, and it didn't really work out at the time, and then now we're here. And um, so we just re- revisited it. And so right now they're going through like a weight loss challenge as they do for like their cool. corporate health and stuff. Yeah. And so I go out there every two weeks. One week, I, the first week I did a nutrition talk and then I came back and did a free workout, you know, outside or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going back next week to do 
another nutrition workout, a little more in depth, talking about the zone diet a little more now. Then we'll do a workout again, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then giving them access to our, our location as well during that time. Mm-hmm. So, That's I mean, neat. it's, a, you know, it's an organic referral system. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. But you have to put the time in, yeah. you know what I mean? And you have to have the time to be able to put the time exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> time, 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 time. Yeah. So, but like you said, freeing yourself up by building your right. coaches and building that staff that can yeah. take over mm-hmm. while you're gone. And it's tough, right? Because like some of your members might not see you in class as much, and they might like make their little jokes or whatever, and, and, and it will bother you. And that's you have to get past that. Mm-hmm. But the funny reality is, you're still coaching, really, yeah. or you're still doing things for yeah. the business. You're just not directly mm-hmm. in front of them that day. So you have to, so then at the same time, really kind of trying to stay on top of the guy that is in front of them mm-hmm. all the time, making yeah. sure he's just, you know, being the, the new leader because yeah. that's what you are as a, as a CrossFit coach. You are a leader. It's a tribe. It's a family. And you're like, at least during that hour, you know, outside the four walls, it could be completely different. But these people are like putting their trust in you to lead them, you know, Ooh, don't the straight way. Them wrong. Right. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And we, you know, owe it to them to, to do the best we can. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's been a, a year of, I guess, redirecting yeah. roles and resources. Man, right? a, lot of, a lot has changed. A lot now of, that we say yeah. it out loud. Yeah. Not, like, I didn't really thought about but, it. <laughs> this is, this the first, is what I'm here for. This is to what's like happening. Make you realize, this like, things, cool. things have progressed. And it's I like think a live, they uh, progressed in a good manner. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a live uh, diary. Yeah, like journaling like your, diary. your past year. <laughs> Captain's log. Captain's, <laughs> Captain's log. Day 435. August 2nd. <laughs> All right, so we've we've talked about so much change, and we have alluded to it. Let's talk about this fabulous space we're sitting in. Yeah. And we're sitting in Fun stuff. your yoga your yoga, yoga room, room right? Sure. Is that what you call it? Yeah, this is the yoga room. Yoga we, room. We've been calling it the green room because the, the floor is green. The floor is very green. It looks like grass. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it's not the best. <laughs> but it's spongy. I like the black better. <laughs> but it does feel good. But and it's nice. It separates, you know what I mean? It, it, it creates in their brain pers- that it's a separate yeah, space. Yeah, because otherwise I might bring a barbell in here and start doing, right. doing crap. Yeah. You'd be like, Heather, mm. <laughs> no. Do you see black flooring in here? <laughs> it is green. Yeah. No, but let's talk about this space. How, space. how in the world, you said it's, it's seven times bigger yeah. space you were in last year quick specs yeah last year we were in a small retail location closer to downtown um, Madison uh, 2,000 square feet give or take about 2,000 square feet this year we are a little farther south of where we were probably not a down what one would call a downtown location anymore South Madison and it is 15,000 square feet so it's a big jump right it's a big bite um I'm sure most people are like, why did you do that? Because that sounds like a bad idea to some uh, people. <laughs> that's a, no, it is. That's totally fair. If I was listening to this, I would be like, wow, dude. You're dumb. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Who do you think you are? And I get it. I totally do. I wasn't, um, like I said before, it definitely wasn't my first choice, to be honest. This place is, the place we're in now is actually on the market for, I think, about a year before we even started showing interest. And I had seen it previously, and I had just written it off because of its location. And another story, but yeah. So, um, and and that I knew it was too big. I was like fifteen thousand square feet. That's way too big. What am I gonna do with all that space? So we tried. I did. I really tried to find. I found a place for like five thousand that I'd be like, oh, I think this could be it. There's some minor issues that we might have to deal with, and yada yada, and and didn't work out. You know. Um, And then there was another one where. The basically it was in it was adjacent to a less than ideal part of town but cl- good enough um, and they and the price on it was just absurd and hilarious and it was like we're not gonna yeah not gonna respond to this and then there was a third one that fell through anyways and we finally wow. found this one again and I was like I'm at the end of my string right because yeah. at the time to back up a bit we were in 2,000 square feet we're, we have capped membership total membership for the whole gym Oh, you had capped We're it. We're turning people away. I want to say, until oh, we yeah. finally got into this space, we turned we turned new members away for eight, nine, maybe ten months. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, as far as growth goes, that sucks. <laughs> right? You were, people are you showing interest. Not grow. Yeah. Right. 
so like eight months and and it was like a really fun time to be a member of the gym too it was pretty cool I'll always remember that fondly mm-hmm. but anyways we knew I knew like I had to make a change right I had to grow um, people want this and we're doing great things here I believe in what we're doing so and our members deserve it you know that was the biggest thing it's like can't always do exactly what we want to do mm-hmm. um, because we're limited in space mm-hmm. so wanted to get a little bit bigger I wanted like anywhere between five and eight was probably my idea with like eight being on the pretty big end and it, like I said one after another just kept falling through kept falling through and it and it went from like where I my goal was actually to be to move prior to last year's games oh, yeah I started looking before then to back that. up again yeah oh dang because we were at max capacity at last year's games so right Whoa. sucked again it sucked <laughs> Um, and then the games came, and that was an awesome week and yeah. a lot of learning, like we talked about already. But yep. I've been looking for a while, and there wasn't wow. anything within reasonable distance that we could find. And so I've circled back to this one again, found it, reached out to the guy, and just said, you know what, screw it, let's just check it out. You know, um, it's huge, but they're being reasonable, I think, with the the price per square foot even though it's a lot of square feet and let's just talk to him and we went out came and checked it out and it's like your wife telling you we're not gonna adopt this adorable little puppy but let's just go look at it <laughs> because in this situation it's like in an industrial warehouse park but it's a nice building we walk in and we haven't changed any layout everything was laid out the way it is really now. it was just like Whoa! Just it's we're ready perfect. for you. Yes. Yeah. The only thing that we changed is we added those two shower rooms, but it didn't alter any layout. That wow. didn't alter any layout because it was just a maintenance closet. Yeah. Anyways. Huh. So just and it, and the colors and everything on the wall were different, but I could see it immediately. Mm. What you see now, it was insane, mm. and it was we walk out into these floors now from the amenity area, and there's rolled matting all already on the floors. All the all the what I would call a workout room, the rolled matting was already there. Who that? What? <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I didn't want to do that anyways. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It comes with it. Yeah, it's like that sweet, never happens. And then it's an old dog daycare, so there's an extra layer of foam underneath, which is, you know, might be a little weird for people at first, but it's actually really nice to work out on. It's just yeah. it gives a, just a little bit of squish. You yeah. can still lift on it relatively good. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, you know, the general population, which is what we are, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, and, I, and the price ended up being fair, and the guy was really cool about it. We had to do a little build-out with the showers, and we worked together on it. And um, it came down to location, right, mm-hmm. making that decision. Do I move our community or try to move our community? I think it was two, two and a half miles, three miles, whatever it is, south certainly not in the same neighborhood anymore um it's certainly not a downtown you you know we cannot advertise as downtown anymore. we can if we want to be a-holes about it but we don't <laughs> you know what i mean i'm glad you so guys don't the a-holes. it's but it draws from a different market right yeah or a different population yeah um, different. a little bit and i had to stop and be like mm-hmm. will they stick with us mm-hmm. in that interim period and I just knew, and what tipped the scale towards making the decision was just how everything, everything just worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything doesn't ever work out. No. And it was just like, you come in, the layout's perfect, the floors are ready, you just got to order equipment and install it and move stuff over from here to there. And it's, I don't know, whatever you believe in, I, don't, mm-hmm. I know who I do. It's just like somebody put this in front of me mm-hmm. for a reason and wants me here. And that mm-hmm. might sound a little hulky on on radio town but uh that's what i believe yeah so i went for it i did and it's huge it's big and right now we're trying to find ways to fill out all the space yeah (laughs) and and we're getting there we're doing fine this week i mean it's (laughs) been great you know probably over a thousand drop-ins already so it's Mm. crazy and I, the best part about your website when I because I wanted to look on it because like no if I'm gonna drop in for a class I should make sure I do it properly whenever and then it literally was like come in we will have room for you and I was like that's amazing because <laughs> yeah. I remember last year it was like details oh, like yeah. make sure you do all these boom, things because like you said you had to yeah because you were limited but now it's literally I mean I was just in a class of 
there were 30 people? I don't know. There was a lot of people in there. Yeah, there was, was a good size. Gym, like, open gym people going on, yeah. but, yeah. What's nice about the size of that room is, that, like, mm-hmm. you can have 30 people in there, and it doesn't feel that packed because yeah. everybody's got room. We had a class of 60 oh in that room and still had extra room. That's just crazy. Right. you got to have more coaches on the floor, obviously, yeah. but... That's a lot. You got room for the bodies. Yeah. Yeah, we had three coaches wow. for that. And even we probably should have had more. Yeah. <laughs> that's just but there was like our grand opening day. Yeah, you're I don't like, know what we're going to get. What's going to happen? <laughs> Holy it's shit. Be, Holy crap. <laughs> Everybody wants to see it. So, that makes sense. That checks out. What did you see with Sorry. the community? Did the community. Mostly with stuck you? with us. Yeah. Mostly stuck with us. The only, I think, issue that will come up is um, being close to the university, the, the undergraduate students may. Uh, we may lose them in the long run, which is a total bummer because they're such good little nuggets. The ones that stick it out and aren't all Aww. flaky are just amazing little mm. future adults. <laughs> Current raising adults. Raising them up right. You know? it's, just, it's awesome to watch. Mm. We have a girl who was one of our founding members. Mm. She joined freshman year when she first moved to town and has been with us ever since. And she's like gone. She's graduated, um, still in town, mm. applying for med school. You know, just an amazing young lady who mm. we've had the opportunity to be a part of her life for four mm-hmm. years. So, um, mm. But that, that might be an issue because we made the move in the summertime, right? So a lot of them weren't even here mm. and probably are excited about it, I'm sure. You know, and, and I'm, my guess would be that a lot of them will come right away because there's hype around the new space and all that and it's fun. And, and then in a few, come, come midterm time when things are starting to get stressful, that may be when we might yeah. lose some of them. And, yeah. and we're prepared for that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was calculated in. Mm-hmm. But, and it's a bummer. I don't want to lose them, but I get it. You know. Yeah. People people make just certain decisions when they're yeah. stressed is when they're not. But are so, you reaching, like, a new demographic around here that certainly, you haven't reached before? Yeah, and that's, and that's really what we were going towards. You know, when we first got started downtown, I think I was 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I want to work with young people and college students. It's going to be great. And, and they are great. They, I really do love it. But now that I'm getting older, what I mean is I'm, I would love to kind of pull in more families and mm-hmm. people with kids and older uh, populations, 50s and 60s. You know, we're starting to get some people, some members who are in their 50s and 60s, and that is so awesome to work with them. I know. It's amazing. You're yeah. just inspired every day when you see them working. You're like, They're the how do you work harder than me? rock stars, you know? Yeah. yeah. And they'll be so hard on themselves because they're, they're, like, comparing themselves to the young people. And it's like, no, you, you man. No, man, you. You're 65. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> like, so, yeah. I've got a really, a couple really inspiring stories from some older members, probably mm. if, for another time. You want to share one? Uh, yeah, Ruthie. Ruthie. Ruthie C came to me. It'll be a quick, dumbed-down version. Um, She's in her early 60s. She was wheelchair-bound for a year because of a series of literally unfortunate accidents. Um, Twice, basically, prior to ever meeting her. I didn't even know her, right? Um, She broke, like, her... She broke her leg. She broke her ankle. She, like, broke one. Took forever to heal. Finally healed up. Broke the other one right away. So, like, a whole year. No, nothing. And she came in. She came in the first time... Uh, with walking sticks. She lived like a block away from the gym at the time. Mm-hmm. It was adorable. She'd walk, every, you know, and she, or she drove up, but then she came in with walking sticks. And we're doing the free intro session, which is like 30 minutes long. At the time, it was just to talk. We didn't even do a workout um, at the time. And with her, we weren't planning on anyways. And so we're thinking like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Halfway through, she's like, can we sit down? Because I couldn't just be on her feet for that long, which makes sense now. But at the time, like you and I, wouldn't think that now flash forward about a year later this wonderful young lady she's squatting to parallel i'm constantly telling her to dial the weight back and go lower because <laughs> she just wants to load it up and go heavy like everybody else she's mixing it up with 25 30 year olds you know what i mean she modifies whenever she needs to modify she she's a little rock star she's got her husband in here now they're the same age and they're rocking out it's freaking adorable mm-hmm. and i'm you know looking at starting a legends program if we get a oh, few more are. oh my god i would love that oh. are you kidding me my wife would love that she works with the geriatric population oh, she does. yeah okay. older population yeah, yeah, yeah. we just we actually just started a legends class at really our yeah mm-hmm. i think that's that's a sign of you know a good gym i, I think say. so because you know I, I mean it, it means people 
especially that age are comfortable enough to come into your community right. and they feel safe yep. and they're like those are good coaches right. and they're going to help me do things safe right. I love that that just goes back to like how we started this conversation of impact and yeah something bigger than yourself right? something bigger than yourself what I love about Ruthie is like she was at her at the end of her straw right mm-hmm. like she knew she had to make a decision she had to do something and if she did nothing, she was going to go farther and farther down this rabbit hole of decrepitude and, and lack of independence. Um, or she had she was going to go this other way, the way she ended up going, and fight like hell to get every little bit back of it. Because this is a woman who's already in her early 60s and then had terrible accidents. Those alone are enough, right, to throw a lot of, you know, tough guys off their game. And she mm-hmm. took that and went hard head on into the not the easy way but the right way mm-hmm. uh, I'm so inspired by her and she's so hard on herself still it's like a, it's almost adorable but then you gotta be like damn it Ruthie be positive stop it because <laughs> she loves working out she loves socializing yeah. with the younger with the younger kids she mm-hmm. loves it and I love that she loves it um, but you know you can't help but like kind of compare yourself to that or she likes you know say little things so we're working on that but she's killing it man uh. and her husband's killing it Mm. And we have a couple other um, people in their, uh, their mid to late 50s wow. who are just so fun. That's cool to see even just how the demographic has changed and the people you're reaching and even hearing you still be passionate about it, but in a new way. Right, like, yeah. I think that's almost refreshing a little bit. Sure. Like, you're like, oh, these new people are coming in, these ages that we might never have had really before. And right. like, they're amazing. Yeah. Damn. Never thought about it that way. That's a good way of putting it, right? Like still have that same passion as the first day but now it's just redirected at mm-hmm. a slightly different way you know what I mean yeah. and it just comes down to like getting older maturing right? yeah yeah for me I want to have that you know when in when you're like in your early 20s it's like I'm gonna go to the games or I'm gonna have people that go to the games and that's important for some reason and, and that is really cool like masters are really inspiring and and I love what the games does but like what's important to me is Ruthie's the Ruthies in the world and her husband and the other people maintaining their independence yes long term life what's important yep. to me is my my girl in, you know who's in her mid 20s who moved to town and didn't know anybody and then made two of her best friends and now they're all freaking roommates that's what's important to me you know what I mean yeah That if that's important to you then it'll probably be clear in one way or the other if yeah. you're a gym owner so you have to be real with yourself. Are you, Mr., we're going to send somebody to the games? Fine. Go all in on it then. Leverage it and hope that it, that it works out in the long run. I don't know how to do it. I'm not saying it can't be done. But I do know the way I'm going, mm. my belief system seems to be working out so far. Things will change. They always do. Um, but as of now, that's worked out for us. Yeah. So, I mean, I see... And again, it's CrossFit Games Week. Everybody's so gung-ho and they're hyped about competing. But, you know, and I don't mean by this week, but I just see like that, like, I don't know, that competitor's swing, that pendulum swings back and forth, doesn't it? And, like, you see the people that get really gung-ho about competing for a while and then burn themselves out. And like, kinda, eh, I'm not going to do CrossFit and it's, it's, it's such a, yeah, it's a, a, a pivotal point in their life, right, or in their career as a CrossFitter because you, you either go one way or the other again. It's just like Ruthie. You go, you go for it. You're like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make regionals. Totally, I'll do it if I commit. Yeah, I went through the same thing. Yep, I thought. And then you burn yourself out. And so there, you have one way to go. One of two ways to go. You either just dial it back and just be a normal fucking CrossFitter, which is really fun, by the way. Which is 99% of the CrossFit world. (laughs) Or you just quit and you bail out and you're, you know, never seeing it ever again. And that sucks when people take that decision. Yeah. And I went the other way, and I take my own classes, man. I fucking love it. That's awesome. And I've maintained my fitness. First of all, that's the other thing. Like, it's not any less of a workout. It's just less volume. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, that's a, another sandbox or uh Well, but I think, too, like, because we're in the CrossFit world, we see, like, you know, the games or regionals or whatever competitive as, like, the epitome of fitness. But, like, right. you just taking your classes not doing as much volume, you're probably still fitter than... Like you're I still can, in like ninety percent. I can 100% percentile. tell you, like, I can hit a workout harder now than I. You know what I mean? Yes. Back then, I think it was like I was better with more volume because yeah. I was used to that. Yeah. But I was never really hitting it hard. Mm. That's I think the big thing problem mm. with a lot of these people that are doing too much volume. 
Because if you think about like it, like intensity aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. O- over time, add it all up over time. I would did I did freaking three a days for mm-hmm. a year trying to reach my goals, and I get to a point where I bet I never had was able to hit mm-hmm. a ninety eight percent like total power output in a day. You know what I mean? Because you're just constantly worn down. Yeah. But your your endurance can still improve, yeah. right? And you can maintain these like levels at ninety five percent for or ninety percent for more reps. Yeah. Um. So yeah. and there might be a give take. Maybe that's better for some athletes. Yeah. I I don't want to do it. I mean, I've heard like I've talked to some people who do made it to regionals, and maybe not so much like the individual like. They look crazy, but like, um, more even more. Those are pros, right? There are pros, yeah. but like even like the masters, like they can do it on one day or one hour a day, right? And that's know? the open, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, if you mm-hmm. really want to, like, for these people that have aspirations of making it to regionals, and then I, I always see it, they follow these regionals training plans. Regional athletes should be on a different program than mm. you because you haven't made it to regionals yet. You need to focus on maximizing your open performance. Mm-hmm. What's the open performance? You get one shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can repeat it, but you've got, let's say, seven minutes to crack this thing off as hard as you can for as long as you can. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hitting, destroying yourself with volume and volume and volume and volume is not mm-hmm. always technically leading towards that goal. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of people get caught up with the mistake of thinking, like, if, if I want to go to regionals then I should be on the regional training like training plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, those regional athletes have already demonstrated that they have the basic, yeah. you know what I mean? People, really and what I'm going back to is people are like skipping past yeah. that class time. Who is the, the lady? She's on the level one seminar staff. It's a woman. She owns CrossFit Roots or something, I want to say, and she talked about that. Oh, there was um, a CrossFit HQ Nicole? video. Yeah. Nicole? Not Nicole Carroll. No, no, no Nicole... Um, yeah, Christensen, I think. And she, mm-hmm. she had a, there was a quick one, and I think that's kind of how they feel about. It. It's like, yeah, we're not saying you're not going to be a competitive athlete someday, but we're just saying that really the human body takes time to adapt. Yeah. And so don't skip past yeah. the fundamentals, and that's yep. what everybody's trying to do. They're trying to skip past mm-hmm. and get into their individualized online remote programming, and and I get it from a business standpoint. I ain't hating on it one bit from that. But I'm just saying, as a consumer, people, let's be a little more intelligent. <laughs> Even as an affiliate owner, you know? trying to coach your people through it, be right. like, why and don't what's you more important, this first? Right. What's more important, a great program with no coaching or a, a decent programming with a great coach mm. every fucking day? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have members that have been members for four years who are good movers and still come in and snatch like shit. And I give them a couple cues or reminders, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, it's like I forgot. That's what we're here for mm-hmm. half the time. And yep. that's great. And you're like, hey, fucking chest up, dude. And you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, yeah, that's right. And then all of a sudden they're moving perfectly again, yeah. you know? Others yeah. you have to spend more time with. Yeah. But it's not like you just like, oh, I just got it now. I'm just great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People should have, like, a, a coach that screens their movements. Mm. That's one thing I noticed. Because, you know, we open up to open gym here in the week of the games. And a lot of people want to do open gym. I love it. It's great. I mean... I don't love it, but the week of the games I do. Um, you probably see you a lot. See, you see you're a lot like, of bad habits. Like, yeah. Things that would have been addressed by a coach if they trained in a class. I would yeah. like to think, at least in one of my classes. Yeah. You would hope. So. I mean, you would hope so. Yeah. That's a really like good mindset. Heel shouldn't come off of your, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and that's kind of our philosophy. This is just purely stolen. I want to say old, old Ben Bergeron said this yeah. on, on one of his podcasts once. It's just like... Our, our philosophy on Open Gym is come early or stay late, but take a class and have that be the foundation of your fitness. Yes. Um, and that's what, that's what I believe here. So, like, my, my, my philosophy is, like, same thing. And I even have people that come to the morning 5.30 a.m. class and comes back for a little bit of skill session in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. If it all of a sudden becomes, well, we're not showing up to classes anymore, but and then that skill session turned into a whole deal, then we're going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So does that put more on my plate? Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, when you're a leader, you have to mm-hmm. deal with crap like that sometimes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's how I feel about it, I guess. I just think that's a really good point. <laughs> and I think, you know, with growth, having a just open gym section is just a really good way uh, open gym only allowing that is just a really good way to create clicks and riffs in the community as it gets bigger mm-hmm. and maybe others have had success with it but it just doesn't align with my philosophy so 
Yeah, I mean, I know I have seen open gym lead to clicks that leads to groups of members leaving. Right. Because they're exactly. not getting they're not getting coaching because they're doing their own open gym. And they're coaching each other. They're coaching each and other. Then this, and this they have their own person community. who was just another member all of a sudden gets a little bit of power because they have these people that are following them. That's what yep. we are, by the way. You know, us human beings. We're just looking for our own tribe to lead. We need a, we need a leader. Yeah, everybody needs to be in or wants to be the leader, yes. right? And so yep. that person gets that little bit of power, and then they maybe go, you know, they're going to open their own gym or yep. they're going to whatever. Yeah. Yep. And I just, you know, I don't I don't have an issue. Mm-hmm. I was at a gym, mm-hmm. and I left to open a different gym. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a huge issue with that, mm-hmm. but, like... <laughs> I'm not gonna put pour gasoline on it. Yeah, you're not. Uh, you're not gonna give it an environment to thrive in. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're gonna like be like, let's prevent this as much as we can. Right. But yeah, I just think that's. I think that's an excellent point. Okay. I hadn't ever thought about that before. So well done. Philosophizing, man. What? Yeah. <laughs> See what happens when I have some sleep and we, and we do this in the middle of the day. Oh. I know you really. Those of you guys that stuck year. with us from last year, there's probably <laughs> it was like nobody. Eight a.m. They listen. It was, was earlier like, than that. It, was it that really guy gave me that dumbbell that I've never I used. I remember that. You know what you <laughs> It's never it? been used. Because it's was so nice. It's, it was really nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't say anything bad. If don't say anything bad. That was really kind. The it gentleman was just, really yeah. I remember, I remember him walking in, but I do remember it was very early, and you were like, why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah you were killing me. And I was like, I'm very sorry. Yeah, but if I, I nice feel like I was like... What time works? Oh yeah, it wasn't time. anybody's fault. Yeah, it, it was, was like that, that was the only time that yeah. worked. Equally my fault. I mean, trust me, I much prefer this time too. Yeah, I hate the morning. It's worked out. And I was on a plane this morning, so that one I've worked. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been like, hey, no, not gonna, <laughs> like not gonna happen. But anyways, yeah, I'm sure lots of people stuck with us. That was probably highly entertaining last year. <laughs> they were like, oh, yeah, these right. people are half asleep while they're doing this podcast. But um, well, we should probably wrap it up because. Who wants to listen to us for an actual hour, almost an hour, 15 more minutes? Wow. What is 1524? What the hell is that? I go by a 24-hour clock. Oh, man. (laughs) Sorry. That is maddening. (laughs) And it's uh, Eastern Standard Time. What the fuck? It's actually 224. What does that mean? (laughs) It's gibberish. I can read it. So I like to pretend I'm cool, but I spent like half a year overseas. So I was just like, I got used to it. I was like, this is an intelligent way Probably to look better. at a clock. So Not you're better. never confused. Yeah. Like, have you ever woken up in the afternoon and been like, what time is it? And you look at the clock and you're like, why is it 2 a.m.? Have I ever woken up in the afternoon? <laughs> Did you listen to this whole podcast? <laughs> but I mean, like when you wake up, you're kind of in a funk and then you don't even realize like what time it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I you think look at I the clock. kind of remember doing that one. <laughs> When I wake up, it's usually dark. I can tell you that. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. <laughs> Just me. I run on a twenty-four hour clock. I love so. it. That's all good. But seriously, thank you so much. Yeah, for, thank uh, you. Just this was know, awesome. Talking crap with me again, and right? <laughs> talking about your awesome space, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, guys. <laughs> Get out there's here. So much, there's so much to come. So yeah. I look forward to hopefully next year we can do this again. Dude, let's make it a thing. <laughs> but know what? Let's 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 triple triple your building size. How's oh, that yeah. sound? <laughs> right. Because this isn't enough 60, already. 60,000 square feet. Let's <laughs> just go. <laughs> I heard that nervous Dying laughter in Walmart, there. Yeah. Don't plant like, that seed no. in my head. What will we do with that? I'm, I don't know. Uh, I might yeah, go here next year. You'd be like, knows. we're bursting at the seams. Right. Who knows? If you never know. we are, I won't be here. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna be like, I'm gonna sell this thing and move on. I'll just, you know, I don't know. We'll figure something out. You're right. You're yeah. right. You got. You're an entrepreneur, so there's probably something else to go for. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be in the Bahamas? Well, we could do a Skype call. <laughs> Fly down. I guess. That'd be amazing. Clearly. Like, come on down. But, well, seriously, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Being on the podcast today. Yeah. So. Cool. And that wraps it up for this episode of Box Talk. If you liked what you heard, or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, let me know by emailing heather at peakmedia.com, peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. As always, thanks for dropping in.